Good morning, friends. You've tuned into Faith Communications of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. We're delighted that you joined us today. Our hope is that today's message will help you to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we listen to today's message, keep in mind that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Now let's go right into today's broadcast. All right, how's everybody doing? Good? We're excited. That testimony of our, our little Maggie May, oh my goodness, it brings so much joy to my life. Mm-hmm. She brings so much joy to our lives. Maggie May, baby number eight, somewhat unexpected. <laughs> somewhat un- it's unexpected. Unexpected joy. Uh, unexpected joy, and we're just so thankful for her. But it just goes to show me, and all of us really over and over, God is so faithful, and he cares about every part of our life, even our baby's teeth, you know, that that, that one's going to fall out eventually anyway. Like, okay, you know, if the adult tooth is there, that's great. You know, I don't have to, but you know what? He cares for her. He cares for Maggie Mae, and he loves her, and he loves us, and it's just awesome. So let's pray tonight. Heavenly Father, we just, we just thank you for your miracle-working power. You are the God of miracles. You are the God of miracles. You're doing a miracle every single day. Every single minute you are doing a miracle. And some we know about, some we don't know about, but I truly believe you are consistently and constantly doing miracles. And so, Father, I I pray tonight that you have miracles for each and every one of us. And many times that requires us to hear your voice and listen to what you have to say, and go in a certain direction where our miracle is waiting for us. So, Father, open our ears tonight. May we hear your words, not my words, not what I'm going to say, but the Holy Spirit speaking to each and every person here this evening. And, Father, I pray, if it's your will tonight, that every person hears a completely different message, and that that message is specifically tailored for them tonight specifically tailored for them tonight so that they hear your voice and you strengthen them this evening. We thank you for these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I have one more testimony to give. And this is a testimony that came out from last Wednesday night. And last Wednesday night, I really felt led that we as a church who were here that evening to just walk around and pray over the seats for the Easter service that was coming up. And our heart was that the place would be filled and that people would come to know the Jesus Christ and his saving grace and what he has done for them. And if you were here on Sunday during Easter, the first part of our prayer request happened because the place was full. And it was full and we were removing reserved seating signs from somewhere in order to get seats for people to sit, which was amazing. So that was part one of the miracle. Part two, if you were here, I gave a salvation message, and you know we, I said what, everything that I felt like the Lord was going to say, and we did a final song, and I said, if anybody wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, or if anybody just feels in their heart 
that they have just been walking far from him and they want someone to agree in prayer with them to turn their lives back to God, come up front during the last song. I said, you know, do it during the last song. It's Easter Sunday. You know, people got places to go, right? It's Easter Sunday. So I'm figuring I'm giving people the, what an opportunity this is. We're singing a song. No one's leaving. Just come on up. Well, Liz and I came down off the stage and I stood here, and those of you who were here noticed I would, the two of us were standing alone. I said, for the whole song. The whole song. I said, that was, and that was the longest song, Russ, that you have ever done. And it might have been the shortest, but in my mind, standing up here doing a salvation message and nobody showing up, going, come on, Lord, I know there's somebody. And then I walked a couple steps back up here, and my daughter... I'm not a person of big words, okay? I don't usually use big words at all. In fact, I usually screw up the words. Most often, especially the tense of the word. I always mess up the tense of the word. Well, I went up there and I said, you know what? I truly believe there is two people, at least two people, that need to make Jesus their Lord and Savior. And I said, I implore you. Okay, this is my biggest word. I implore you to come up here and talk to us after the service is over. It's like, man, that's a big statement to make, <laughs> you know? That's okay, happy Easter, you're all dismissed, and I just stood up here. And wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know that six people came up, three for the first time, accepting Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, have never prayed that prayer. They went from death to life on Sunday morning. He is risen, and we are so excited. And then three others just said, you know what, I just really feel like I need to turn my life back over to him. I'm graduating this, I'm doing that, there's things going on, and I just really want someone to agree with me in prayer that I'm taking a new step and a fresh step towards God in my life. And so I was like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> thank you, Lord. So the imploring worked, but more importantly, I say all that because that's what we prayed for last Wednesday night. That's where I started this whole thing. That's what we prayed for last Wednesday night. And that's what we saw manifest on Sunday. So if you're interested in praying for something, then we're going to, when we pray, even corporately, you don't have to bring it up here. I don't have to be the one to say it. You say it right from your seats. God hears your prayer right where you're at. And he is answering prayers every single Wednesday night and Monday and Tuesday and Thursday and Friday and every other day of the week. Amen. Okay, turn with me to Proverbs 18. Uh, you're going to say, Pastor Jason, what happened to 1 John, uh, the study in 1 John? Well, we're going to take a short break from this study in 1 John. Will we go back there is the question? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just feel like we just needed to take a little break from 1 John. We were walking through. We got through the first two chapters, and I feel like taking a break. And the Lord <clears throat> reminded me of a message that I did a little bit on a while back. It was over a year ago. Or so, I don't even know where it was, actually. I'm not even sure if it was on a Wednesday night or Sunday, whatever. But he really wants, I believe, for us to walk through this message series kind of in, in totality, in whole, and just take our time with it. And I've been encouraged by Brother Paul. He's not here. And he always says that I am, <clears throat> I'm no longer uh, worried about repetition or something like that. I'm, a, I'm free I'm fr from the conviction of, of repetition. repetition. I'm free from the conviction of repetition. 
So I'm free from the conviction of repetition. So if you heard parts of this before, you're going to hear it again. And what I prayed in the beginning, I truly believe it's going to be for you, specifically for you, and tailored for you. It's not my words. It's what, God's, what God wants to say. So Proverbs 18, 14, and the series title is called Developing a Strong Spirit. Developing a Strong Spirit. And before I read that verse, before I read that verse to you, the illustration the Lord gave me while we were doing prayer uh, happened when I was uh, a youth pastor, okay? And when you are a youth pastor, you do the most ridiculous, silly things in the world to get the students excited about coming to youth ministry. Well, one of the things that we had done, and it is really ridiculous, is you get a watermelon, Anybody know where I'm going with this? You get a watermelon, and you start to put a rubber band around the watermelon. And then you put another rubber band around the watermelon, and then another, and then another, and then another, and then another, and another, and another. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the watermelon cannot take the pressure around it any longer and I'm telling you, like do a YouTube video of this when you go home, the watermelon just absolutely explodes. I mean like right now, like in, it's not like, oh, it's starting to crack, like, oh, look at it, it's leaking. No, 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 like you think it's okay? Like put on another, put another rubber band on. Who's next, right, you know? And you don't wanna be next when it's getting there and then boom, all of a sudden it's like watermelon is everywhere right now. And that was the illustration the Lord reminded me of is why do we want to develop a strong spirit? Because there are pressures. There are rubber bands that are going around your watermelon, your spirit man or your spirit woman. There, is, there are rubber bands going around it day after day after day and the enemy just wants to put another rubber band around and another rubber band around. And we as believers, can have, we have the ability, we have the, uh, uh, the word of God to be able to figure out what he has told us to do to strengthen our spirit man. So that no matter how many rubber bands that enemy wants to put around, how many rubber bands people want to put around, how many rubber bands our boss wants to put around. Remember, the battle is not against flesh and blood, so it's not your boss, but the enemy working through other people want to put around your watermelon. Our watermelons can remain strong no matter how much pressure gets put on them. So we're praying for tonight supernatural watermelons. No breaking of watermelons. A breaking of water would be good for some. We do want that. We are praying for for water breaking, but no broken watermelons. You get that? Can we just put that as our illustration? I know it's a youth illustration, but that's what he gave me. So Proverbs 18, 14. And I'm going to read out of the Amplified. I think we have the Amplified up there. I don't normally go around different uh, translations. I stick with one, but I'm, I'm learning. I'm working on this. The strong spirit of a man... The strong spirit of a man, of a woman, the strong spirit sustains him, sustains her in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up or bear? See, what the word of God is telling us is that a strong spirit will cause us, can cause us to overcome every obstacle that comes at us in our life. 
physical attacks, financial problems, relational difficulties, job, career setbacks, emotional challenges, everything that the devil throws our way. But we have to have a strong spirit. And the kind of the illustration besides the watermelon that I wanted to use, it's almost like our spirit man which resides on the inside of us, if it is not strong, if it is not with the, if it's not surrounded with the word of God and strong for every situation that comes at us, when the pressures of life come at us, it just begins to press in on us. And like that watermelon, it just begins to kind of crush and crumble. But when it's strong, it doesn't matter what comes at us. And one of the things that <clears throat> I want to talk about is what is success? What is success? A strong spirit can help us be successful. It can help us be successful. And the first thing we think of when we think of success is like, oh, well, that means a strong spirit will get me every, you know, all these financial rewards and all these things. And yes, it can lead to all those things. But what I truly believe the definition of success for this series that we're working on is the ability to handle life's pressures. I mean, wouldn't that be a wonderful definition of success? That we can walk day in and day out being successful, being able to handle everything that life throws at us. And it seems to me, maybe to some of you too, the older I get, the pressure seems to increase. Is this true? Is this, is this going to keep going like this? Let's just keep Okay. Okay, we got teenagers too. Yeah, so I feel, I mean, just life continues to try to put more and more rubber bands around our spirit, around us, and we just need to figure out how we can do this. And I want to walk through this over the next couple weeks to be able to go do that. But life has pressure. How many can agree with me on that? Life has pressure. And I truly believe that the Lord. Also, you know, this much is given, you know, much is required, all these things. There's actually, there's probably a Spider-Man quote in there somewhere too. But, but what it's telling us and what the Lord has always reminded us of is he wants to give us more. He wants our influence to expand. He wants our ability to reach more people for the kingdom to get bigger. And the only way that we can do that is if we can sustain the pressure in the situation that we're in today so that by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony, which is us coming out of the other side of the every situation that we're in, we continue to grow in the Lord. We continue to get stronger. Our spirit begins to develop more and more and more and the Lord can say hey I can give more here I want to do more with this person I want to use this person even in a greater realm and a greater influence we can build a barrier for those who like you know Star Wars and these other things a force field a wall of protection around us when the storms of life hit we can build a barrier, a force field, a wall of protection around us when the storms of life hit. We can stand like a rock, unshakable and unmovable. And I can tell you, church, this is a process. This is a process. If you think of training and, tra- you know, you, when we, some of us, how many of you guys work out? Don't raise your hands. That's okay. Okay. So we, I work out periodically, but when I started, first started working out, I did not have the muscle that I have today. Like it didn't just appear overnight. 
It was something I had to work on and work on and sweat and a few tears and some blood because I whacked myself with the, with the stupid dumbbell. And I, you know, I brought the, the barbell down. It hit me on the top of the head the one time. Like, this is, this is dangerous stuff. Life is dangerous. Training ourselves up is tough work. It is difficult to go do, but we have to go and do it. We have to go and do it because life's pressures are coming. Another rubber band is coming your way whether you begin to train for it or not. Another rubber band is going to get wrapped around your watermelon whether you're preparing for it or not. It's happening. It's going to happen. We have to prepare for it. Go with me to Matthew 7. Matthew 7 and verse 24. Some of us, a lot of us are familiar with this about building on the rock. It says, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house. Anybody feel like part of life feels that way? Getting beat, I mean, the rain's coming down, the floods are coming down, the winds are blowing, rubber bands are coming at us, left and right. And it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. It was founded on the rock. What is a rock? A rock is pretty solid. It is pretty hard to crack the rock. And I pray that each and every one of us, as we begin to develop in this series, that we begin to strengthen our spirit, developing a strong spirit. Verse 26 says, but everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. When the rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew and beat on the house, and it fell. And the next part of the verse, and the fall was great. But what the word word of God is for us tonight is we have a chance to build our house on the rock. We have a chance to build our spirit on this rock and develop our spirit. Our spirits can be, become so rooted and grounded and established in the word that I truly believe that we can actually repel disease, stop care, resist sin, override doubt, and block pressure. It's not that the rubber band doesn't actually come or try to come. It's actually that the rubber band has no effect on us. And that's what I see as success being. Being able to walk through life with no matter how many rubber bands come at us doesn't phase us, doesn't bother. Now, does it? Sure. I mean, it does. I know. I get it. But this is a development process. This is what we have to go do. So I will not be moved by that bill. We got a bill in the mail today. What did you say? I will not be moved by the bill. Whatever. Bring it on. Bring another bill. Bring another rubber band. Come on. Bring it on. I didn't say that. I'm saying that now. Okay, I did not say that. I was like, oh, what can I sell to help pay for that bill? <laughs> Actually, I did say that. I thought that. <clears throat> okay, but what I'm saying is, is I want to develop my own spirit, my own strength. So that is, that is my first response. And I want that to be everybody's first response that's here. Everybody can have a first response. Is, you know what? Bring it on. God's got this covered. Bring another rubber band. That's right. Uh, Luke 6. Go with me to Luke 6. Uh, verse 33. Luke 6. 
and verse 33. I'm sorry, verse 43. It's like, what is that? Okay, 43. For a tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit, for men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from bramble bush. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, brings forth good, and an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And this verse is, is applicable to us because what happens is when, what happens when you put something under pressure? I mean, the watermelon blows up, but what happens is things begin to seep out. Things begin, as the pressures come, things begin to seep out. And what this verse is telling us is out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So as the pressure comes in and the, and the spirit man is, what is coming out? What is coming? Death, destruction, failure, it's all over, I'm crazy, this is no good, this is going to kill me. All these things begin to, I mean, if that is what's coming out of our mouth, when the pressure comes. What is coming out of the abundance of our heart? What, is, what are we saying? When the pressure is on, we begin to leak. <laughs> we begin to leak. And what is coming out is an indication of what is on the inside. What's coming out is, is an indication of what is on the inside. Go with me to uh, 3 John 2. There is only one third John, so it's verse 2 within there. On your smart device if you want. So 3 John, verse 2. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things that you will prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. The New Living Translation says, which is what we might have up there, it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in the body as you are strong in the spirit. That you are as healthy in the body as you are strong in the spirit. Whoa. Like if we could get our heads wrapped around that for a little bit. Can we walk in supernatural health day in and day out? This verse is saying that we can. This verse is saying we can walk in supernatural health day in and day out, but we have to have a strong spirit in order to be able to do that. Without proper care, our spiritual immune system will weaken, opening the door to the effects of the curse. I think uh, Brother Rich maybe said this to me the other day, and I think it was from Smith Wigglesworth, and I don't remember who it was, but a lot of times our life is like a plant. Do you know a plant is always growing? A plant is always growing. You may not physically see it, but it is always growing. And when it stops growing, it is actually dying. It is actually dying. And for us, we have to be reminded that we have to continue to press in, continue to grow each and every day, making it a priority in our life because another rubber band is coming that wants to choke us out. And many times we feel like, oh my gosh, I can't take another rubber band. How many have ever felt this 
in some way, shape, or form, okay? I'm raising my hand like this was like an hour ago, okay? Like sometimes you just feel like, come on, come on, another rubber band. But the, what the Lord is saying is when it's, strength, when it's strong and strengthened in here, it doesn't matter the number of rubber bands. Because we operate in the spiritual realm, even though we walk around in the physical realm. And our victory is in the spiritual realm. And our victory is constant and always, no matter what comes in the physical realm to us. No matter what comes. The second point here, I don't know if you, you probably missed the first point if I was given points. The first point is that a strong spirit will get us through anything. A strong spirit will get us through anything. And then point number two for this evening is the degree of success we experience is directly connected to the condition of our spirits. The degree of success that we experience is directly connected to the condition of our spirits. And what I'm defining as success is our response to a situation, really. How are we responding to the situations of life? Can we be successful in our response each and every time we have to make one? Point two, I know it's long. I apologize somewhat for that. Uh, the degree of success mm-hmm. we experience is directly connected to the condition of our spirits, which means our spirits must be fed, they must be strengthened, it must be trained, it must be developed, it must be exercised in the very same way we exercise our bodies and our mind. It's the very same way. You know, I, I go to this place in the morning at 6 a.m. called IROC, and there are 40 of us people there. I almost said crazy. I'm not crazy. There are 40 people running around, jumping around, working out, sweating. I look around, I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, why are we doing this? This is painful. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Why am I sprinting on a treadmill at 6 o'clock in the morning? I don't even get it. But what I'm realizing is I am training my body. I'm strengthening my body, just like we have to strengthen our spirit. And if everybody would ask somebody, it's like, well, is it important that we exercise every day or multiple times a week? And really, You could probably even quote how many hours of exercise is recommended for a person. You probably could quote it. It's like three hours a week or 30 minutes a day or whatever it is. But there are times. But yet in our spiritual walk and in our spiritual realm, we're like, well, you know, I'll get to that later. I'll do that a little bit later. I'll get to it. I don't know. I I do. Why? Why do we think that? Because the enemy is trying to deceive us and lie to us. And what does he try to do? Steal the word. He comes to what? Kill, steal, and destroy. To steal, kill, and destroy. Actually, steal first. He wants to steal it. Steal the word. He wants to steal these things from us. We can't let it happen. We have to be as dedicated as the people at 6 a.m. at IROC. I mean, it's amazing how many people show up there. It really is. We can become so spiritually strong that our mountain-moving faith can produce mighty results, unhindered by any force. When we are strong spiritually, our faith begins to grow. Because what, how do we become strong? We, by faith, by hearing, and hearing the word of God. 
So as you're hearing and you're hearing the Word of God and you're studying the Bible and you're praying and you're worshiping, all of this is putting the Word of God on the inside and strengthening our spirit stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. What does that do? That builds our faith. What builds our faith? And so when the next rubber band comes, it's like, what? Another rubber band. Ridiculous. Bring a bigger one. Bring one with a more elasticity if that's the right thing. You know, put that, put that factor up a little bit higher. So how do we get a strong spirit? We have to keep the word of God going into our ears, into our eyes, putting it down into our hearts so that when the pressure comes, this is what comes out of our mouth. The word of God comes out of our mouth. This is how we get. And as we go through the next couple of weeks, we'll talk about more specifics about like how many, what do you have to go do specifically to get that? And this is just a general overview, but this is how we get. Put the word of God in our ears, in our eyes, in our heart. And the last point is, is in Ephesians 6.10. We have the ability to do this, is to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The Amplified uh, of Ephesians 6.10 says this, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. This is not of our own strength. We cannot just go to IROC at 6 a.m. on our own strength. We need the Lord to help us do this. We need to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. He's going to help us do this. We make the commitment, say, I want to do this. He is going to help us do this. What happened immediately, sometimes, not always, but it will happen. Continue to press in towards him. Continue to press towards him. I've realized, well, recently, that this life is a marathon, not a sprint. You know, when we sprint, we get tired really quickly, and we can't run very far. But those who train for a marathon they realize that the race is long and they got to keep a steady pace. And during that marathon, there are hills. But you keep on running, even when you're going up that hill, even when it's difficult, even when the next rubber band is coming, you keep running up that hill. And there are times in life when you're running downhill and there's a big smile on your face and you're running down and the wind's behind you and gravity's on your side. If you're in that season, enjoy it. Love it. Be happy for it. Thank the Lord for it. There will undoubtedly be another hill you got to climb again. That's unfortunate, but we live in this world. It's a fallen world. We have an enemy, and until Jesus Christ comes again and redeems us totally from the curse forever and ever, and we go up to be with him forever, we're going to face hills, and we're going to have to run up them. And rubber bands are going to get wrapped around your watermelon, and we got to continue to strengthen our spirit each and every day. Let us pray. Tonight's the night of analogies, apparently. <clears throat> Mixed analogies. Some of you see, okay, before we pray, like I said, somebody, some of you will go away with one analogy or another, and you'll take something with you and be like, I remember the watermelon, I remember the eye rock, I remember the... I'm running up the hill with a watermelon. Whatever, she's running up the hill with a watermelon. That's right, that's right, I'm running with you, baby. Together we're running up the, up the hill. Anyway, we got to strengthen our spirit. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are our provider. You provide everything that we need for life and for godliness. Everything that we need.
You provide it. So, Father, we receive it tonight. We accept it tonight. We accept it by faith tonight. Father, strengthen us to hear your Holy Spirit on how we can move forward strengthening our own spirit. For some of us, it might be reading the Bible more. For some of us, it might be worshiping more. For some of us, it might be going into prayer more. Just being quiet more. Whatever it is for us personally, reveal that to us. Father, help us to walk in success each and every day by strengthening our spirit that no matter what life throws at us, we are strong and we are courageous in you. May our first thought when something comes at us this week is not what it is that's coming at us, but what it is on the inside of us. And that's your Holy Spirit, your power available to us. May our first response be, Jesus has that covered. He paid the price for that, and I'm not going to worry about it. Whatever report comes your way, Jesus paid the price, I'm not going to worry about it. Holy Spirit, show me what you want me to do next. Let us be led by you. And Father, we just thank you for everything you're doing in this church. Father, it's all you. It's all you. So Father, I just pray for unity in our church, power in our church that comes only from you. We thank you, Father, that we'll be able to reach those far from you by the words of our testimony. We thank you that we can be your hands and your feet everywhere that we go. And Father, as we leave this evening, we pray for your supernatural blessing protection, favor, and increase over our lives. Father, we thank you for the testimonies that will come from the things that we prayed about this evening. Thank you for that person that was driving that you're reminding me of again that's turning to you. We thank you for the good report that Lee is going to have. Beautiful, healthy, wonderful baby healthy mom. We thank you you're doing a good work in her life, doing a good work in all of our lives. We worship and we praise you for all that you do, all that you are doing, all that you have done, and all that you're going to do. We praise your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, it's a little after 7.30. You are dismissed. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, 
you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org, where you may sign up to receive our monthly faith communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today, and always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.